today we are going to be reading why Christmas trees aren't perfect. So here's a fact. Christmas trees are perfect. <laughs> oh no. Seven more days till Christmas and say five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> one week till Christmas. I'm right. I'm right. They say if you creep into an evergreen forest late at night, you can hear the trees talking. If you listen very carefully to the whisper of the wind, you can hear the older pines telling the younger ones why they will never be perfect. <gasps> uh, that's just rude. They will always have a bent branch here, a gap there. But long ago, all evergreen trees were perfect. Each one took a special pride in branches that slopped smoothly down from pointed top to evenly shaped skirt. This was especially true in a small keen down far beyond the Carpenter Mountains in the Europe. In Europe. Here the evergreen trees were the most beautiful of all. For here the sun shone just right, not too hot, not too dim. Here the rain fell just enough to keep the ground moist and soft, so no tree went thirsty, and kept every branch fresh and green. Each year, as Christmas approached, the queen's was wisdom 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 woos woodsmen would search the royal evergreen forest for the most perfect most beautiful tree the one for the mo the one fortunate enough to be chosen will cut the first Saturday of event, cut on the first Saturday of event. Then it would be carefully carried to the castle and set up in the center of the great hall. There it regioned out the hushed forest. Every evergreen hoped for its honor. Each tree tried to grow its branches and needles per to perfection. All of them strand to have the best form appearance. No trees, small pine, grew near the edge of the forest and promised to be the most beautiful of all. A seedling, it had listened carefully to the older trees who 
who knew what was best for the young saplings, and it tried so very hard to grow just right. As a result, everything about small pine, from its deep sea green color to the curling tip of its evenly pieced branches, it was perfect. It had, in fact, already overhead jealous them to mind to know them to them no mind small pine knew if one did if one did one's very best that anyone else said it didn't matter one cold night when a snow when a bright full moon glittered on the crusty snow, a little gray rabbit came hopping the f- as the rabbit's furry sides heaved in a picnic beyond the hill came a howling became the from beyond the hill came the howling of wild dogs and the thrill of the hunt. The bunny was his eyes wide with fright. Franklin Lee searched for cover, but the dark, cold trees lifted their branches arcfitly from the snow. Up fra- and from, they did not like this interruption of their quiet evening and growing. Was at its best, faster and faster, the rabbit circled as the Excited howling of the dog sounded louder and louder. And then the small pine's heart shuddered, and it terrified the rabbit ran near. Small pine dipped its lower branches down, down, down the snow and in that the instant before the wild dogs broke into the grove the rabbit slipped under the small pines evergreen screen he huddled safely among the comforting branches while the dogs galloped by and disappeared into the forest in the morning the rabbit went home in his burrow and the small pine tried to lift its branches low its lower branches back up to their proper height. It stained and struggled, but the branches had been pressed down too long though through the night. Oh well, small pine thought, no matter, perhaps the woodsman wouldn't notice a few uneven branches near the ground in in a tree so beautiful. days later a terrible blizzard bashed in the land. No one remembered ever having so much wind and snow. The villagers slammed their shutters tight while the birds and animals huddled their nests and dens. A brown mother wren had, had become lost in the storm with feathers so white she could barely fly. She went home from large evergreen to another looking for shelter, but each one she approached feared was ran. She 
she ruined its perfect shape and cleaned its branches tight like a like a first finally she exhausted fluttered to 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 toward small pine once more small pines heart opened it so did its branches the mother the mother wren nestled on a branch near the top, secure at last, but when the storm ended the, and the bird had flown away, small pine could not move its top branches back into the perfect shape. And there would be an ever a gap evermore. Days passed and winter depended then packed snow and frozen so hard that the deer in the forest could not reach the tender ground much which they ate to survive. Only the older, stronger deer big could dig through the icy snow with their hooves. One little fawn had wandered away from its mother. Now he was starving. He inched into a pine grove, noticing the soft, tender evergreen tips. He tried to nibble on them, but every tree quickly withdrew its needles so the tiny deer couldn't chew them. In the thin week, he dragged against the small pine. Pity, pity filled the tree's heart, and it stretched out its soft needles for the starving fawn to eat. But Alas, alas, when the deer was strong enough to scamper away, small pine's branches looked very ragged. Small pine wanted in sorrow. It could hear what the larger, what the larger, still perfect trees were saying about how bad it looked. A tear of pine gummed ooze. From the tip of the branch, small pine knew it could never hope for an honor of being the queen's Christmas tree. Lost in despair, small pine did not see good queen. The good queen come with its wiz- woodsmen into the forest. It was the first Saturday of the event, and she had to come to choose the finest tree herself because it was a special, so precious year of the history of her kingdom. His royal sleigh dawn, drawn by two white horses, slowly passed through the forest, but carefully ice scanned the evergreens. Each one was hoping to be the royal, the royal choice. When the queen saw small pine, she flushed anger and filled her. How could such an ugly tree with so many dropping branches and gaff? Gaps be allowed in the royal forest. She decided to have the woodsman cut it down and throw it away in order for the sleigh to dive, drive on. But then she raised her hand for the sleigh to stop and glanced back at the forlorn 
little pine, she noticed the tracks of the small animals under its ever uneven needles. She saw its wren feather caught in its branches, and as she started gasping and hole inside of it started ga gapping hole and its ragged shape understanding filled her heart this is the one she said pointed to the small pine the woodsman gasped but they did as the queen directed to the achievement of all the evergreens in the forest, small pine was carried away in the great hall of the castle. There are decorated with shimmering silver stars and the golden angels which sparkled and flashed in the light and the thousands of glowing candles on Christmas Day. A huge yule log blazed in the fireplace at the end of the great hall, white, while orange flames chuckled and cracked the queen's family, all of the villagers danced and sang together around the small pine. And everyone who danced sang around it said that the small pine was the finest Christmas tree yet. For the looking at its dropping nibbled branches, they saw the protecting protecting arm of their feather to comforting lap of the mother and some likewise queens have the love of the crisp expression on earth. So if you walk among evergreens today, you will find along with rabbits, birds, and other happily living things. Many trees like small pine, you will see a dropping lamb which gives cover a gap Offering a warm resting place or branches ragged from feeding hungry animals. For as we have many, have many of us, the trees have learned that living for the sake of others makes most of us beautiful in the eyes of God. The end. And that's why Christmas trees aren't perfect.